90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. Well, hi. Hello. It's us. <laughs> Minus Adam. <laughs> but you have a dog in your arms, so maybe you're trying to make up for it. <laughs> He's a little less committed than Adam is. Yeah, yeah. So for people who are little shadow. For people who are listening, you have Shadow, who is seven years old. Shadow is a baby. What uh, can you explain to the audio listeners? What type of pooch he is? Shadow is a twelve-pound delight. <laughs> He's uh, black and white. Um, uh, what's his? He's got. It's like a terrier mix. A little bit of mystery. He was a rescue that we got when he was like a baby, just like eight weeks old or ten weeks old. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's wonderful. He's but full he's, of personality. I was telling Kelly when we when we started uh, recently. It's new to him that if I come down to my office, which is in the basement. Uh, I'll block off the stairs just so I can get this done. Mm-hmm. And there's been a few times where he's moved the plastic box that's there. So there's like two pieces and he knocks it down. So the the plastic goes flying down the stairs. <laughs> he waits, obviously, because it's noisier than his size. And then he struts downstairs like, here I am. <laughs> so now I just leave a space so that he doesn't have to knock anything down. Nice. <laughs> he makes his arrival known. He does. He's a good burger. Yeah. yeah. So for, for our audio listeners right now, should you have a chance, you can check out the YouTube channel to see what Shadow looks like, Kelly Alexander yeah. show, and then you'll see the latest 90s now episode. And what you'll miss uh, from this episode is, is if you haven't seen what Adam looks like, because <laughs> Adam is off again this week, but I'm, I'm thinking he's going to be back next week. Yeah. At least that's what he's implied to us. Uh, well, I um, have a message for him that I'll tell him next week, but you should know in advance. Uh, there was a, a communique going on our YouTube channel uh, between some of our ardent listeners, uh, nice. Rachel and um, Carolyn Rachel. and Ginger Bear. And... Nice. Um, they said the show is not the same without Adam. It's and true. It isn't. It isn't. And then and then Ginger Bear put like a cry face. Aww, that's cute. <laughs> Ginger Bear has uh, lots of affection for our little Adam. So we'll get him back here next week. <laughs> yeah. He's got some stuff going on, but like good stuff. He's just got to get it done and, mm-hmm. and he'll be back and we'll get to having fun uh, in a three-way. I know it was in my head and, and I got a red flag as soon as I said it, but it was out of my mouth before I could stop <laughs> myself referring to us as a three-way. Anywho. This is because of your morning show sleep deprivation. A little bit. Yep. <laughs> there we are. Uh, and thank you very much for uh, joining us for this edition of 90s now so we've got some tv news that we brought back uh well we brought to you back in uh the spring that's just a little nudge closer to being uh reality mm-hmm. um also if right said fred could ever be wrong it's beyonce that would be the one to tell them so <laughs> so we're going to get to uh, information about that also um uh we've got book news maybe it's a book you didn't even know you wanted mm-hmm We'll tell you what it is. We've also got Kelly's trivia. We got a 90s rewind that'll take us back to a little section of time in our favorite decade. Uh, but we got news about the passing of one of the classic uh, actresses of any time, really. So let's start there, Kel. Angela Lansbury. I was, Mrs. Potts. I uh, got the news as I was on my tractor this afternoon. Yeah. It came oh across my. my, you know, update or whatever on my iPhone. Um, mm-hmm. and like right away, I, I, so I was, I'm on the tractor, it's noisy. And I actually said out loud to myself and the tractor, apparently, oh no. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
And you know what's, I mean, it's, it's sad. It's just the end of, uh, you know, another marker in the end of an era. But she was just a few days away from turning 97, so it would have been her birthday. Oh. Um, but what a life and what a long list of credits in her acting career. Yeah. Um, so many and- Tony Awards. I believe it was five Tony Awards. And then she got a sixth one for a Lifetime Achievement. And then Incredible. I was reading also that uh, Murder, She Wrote was on for I knew it was on for a while but I thought that meant like eight seasons nine seasons no 12 seasons amazing from 84 to 96 so right in our wheelhouse and <laughs> um and you can you know tell me your thoughts on this Sharon but like I find murder she wrote comfort food for me you know what's funny uh yeah you know that I'm in that group with my sister and my cousin the celebrity death alerts yep yep uh, so I heard, you know, this afternoon also when my cousin texted me just the name. Uh, and then she wrote, one of my dad's favorites shows was Murder, She Wrote. That show drove me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, my mom loved it too. So much crime in that sleepy community <laughs> and always just a bike ride away. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, think about it. If I told everyone to meet me at the community center at 7 p.m. because I solved the murder, they would say, mind your own business. Or in today's words... F off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's true though. It's a comfort it's a comfort food because it might not necessarily work that way now. Yeah, and just not for your cousin, clearly. She's not into this comfort food. No. <laughs> it's funny, she's pretty agreeable yeah. until she's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Angela Lansbury, like in that and that show, it was just I don't know, like as long as that show was on, it was like all was right with the world, even though there yeah. it wasn't in the storyline. But the show and was wasn't great. it on a Sunday evening? Yeah, I, I think it was Sundays at eight, eight o'clock. And um, yeah. my mom got very addicted to that show also. Uh, she was super into it. And, you know, one thought that came to my mind immediately upon learning the passing of Angela Lansbury is I hope her and B. Arthur are hanging out because they were super tight buds in real life. Yeah. And so I always still miss B. Arthur. And so that'd be cool if they, uh, they're hanging out up- upstairs. Well, I, I loved the idea also that uh, Angela Lansbury is Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast. The classic just, I mean, it was, it's a voice job, but she managed to bring the, uh, the warmth of, of her humanity to that character. And it sounds maybe like I'm overstating it because it's a, an animated film but what a film mm-hmm. and what a character that was it's just really cool yeah no she is uh, and like and like you said too earlier uh my final words on this is just yeah end of an era in a way mm-hmm. like yeah yep and the confirmation that came from her family was that she died peacefully in her sleep so may she rest in peace i really hope that's the way i go nice and peaceful me too me too yeah yeah but i don't want to know you know so because then you might want, you might not go to sleep. Like, yeah, I'm staying I'm up. Sleep. Yeah, <laughs> not today, Satan. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we've got some interesting info to get to, but I figure uh, now's as good a time as any, Kel, to get into some trivia. So last week I listened, and I guess I should have sent Adam a little text message because he did put the show together for us, which he will do again this week. I should have said, "Hey." This is the time when trivia started, so you could put the uh, so you could put the the theme song in. So no, it was just you and I talking last week about how the theme song may or may not be underneath <laughs> us, and you making sound effects. <laughs> so, and so it wasn't. It was not. No, uh, but thanks for hanging in, anyways, to all of our listeners. Yes, um, thank you. So here is uh, question number one. 
uh, mm-hmm. under hobbies, toys, and games. Love it. What color is the C in the Game Boy color logo? Oh, boy. I guessed totally uh, wrong. And I thought I was convinced I was right, but totally wrong when I guessed it. I'm going to go with green. Also totally wrong. Is it yellow? That's what I guessed. Is it blue? Oh. Is it red? Yes. Really? <laughs> yeah. Dang. Yeah, <laughs> so no. close. <laughs> I for sure guessed yellow. I was like, oh, for sure, that's what it is. No, it was not. Wow. Um, so that's uh, that's not working out. All right. So now we're going to go to um, pop culture. This is a good one. And I'm, I'm interested, like, I think I'm going to ask this of Adam when he does return just to see if he would have a clue at all. So um, which 90s supermodel reportedly confessed she would not wake up for less than $10,000 a day? I would guess uh, Naomi Campbell. I would have guessed that also. Incorrect. Okay, let me guess again. Uh, Do you want a hint? Yes. She would mean something to us as Canadians. Linda Evangelista? Yeah. Wow. And that's why I was like, Canadians don't speak like that. (laughs) (laughs) She knew her worth. She must have, yes. Yeah. Are you impressed that I knew? But, uh, no, because I figure like there's only one Canadian supermodel from the 90s. So I think. Wow. Watch there's, Thanks. Watch there's someone else <laughs> that I don't remember. And now like. She's coming I, for you for yeah, less she, than 10,000. She's like, remember. But I, I remember <laughs> that phrase. And it's funny because I really did think Naomi Campbell said it. But nope. No. And you know what she would do if uh, she knew that we had uh, accused her of saying something like that? She'd whip a phone at us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that she did do didn't who did she? she do that to was it wasn't her assistant or something oh right i think you're right yeah and that was at a time where like uh social media was not a thing yeah so she was just totally getting away with being a cow <laughs> you know and not thinking anybody would say anything or believe anybody that said anything like that about her yeah oh no we believed it yeah <laughs> naomi campbell she is fierce and feisty Indeed she is. You know what's interesting is um, Cindy Crawford's kid, who I'm I'm forgetting now name, um, but she is like the spitting image of Mama. Really, eh? Yeah. Cindy Crawford is a beaut. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Classic. Classic look. Linda Evangelista, she's gone through that really rough time, right? Like where, remember, she had that didn't want to show her face because of, I think, some sort of cosmetic procedure that went, I don't remember, like she got, she said she was disfigured, I think it was. Wow. And that was in the last like, like year, like this. Like Look I think it away. might. Have, do you remember? Like that? Do you, I'm. Sh- I don't think it was uh, enjoyable for her. No. Wow. Yeah. It's risky. Risky business. That's why All some that some. Well, didn't Courtney Cox say that she regrets that she did anything like with? I believe so. Yeah. Injectables. With injectables, is that what you said? I think it, I don't know if she said use the word injectables, but I th- I don't think she. I feel it is injectables that she used. Like I don't think. I don't think she got like a facelift. I don't. I don't know that Courtney Cox did that. I feel like she used Botox or whatever mm-hmm. else. I can't even get my head around Botox. Yeah, I've got some lines. Like you can see, I've yeah, I've got more lines than a twenty-seven-year-old should have. Yeah. You know? uh, <laughs> but I'm not interested in uh, injecting, you know, botulism in my forehead and just going, you know, expressionless for. It doesn't last either. You know? uh, I like think it's four to it, six it months, lasts, and then you have four to, six months. Like you have to keep doing it. Yeah, 
No. And it's funny, you and I know um, someone uh, who did it several years ago. Yes. And uh, it went badly. Not bad like as in death so and destruction badly. but they had but several months of not looking not good. Not looking great for and then several it months until it dissipated. The look of not looking good was gone and the effect of the thing was gone. Did they do it again? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I think so, but like they're no longer in our orbit. <laughs> yeah. But I remember when I saw, I was like, "Oh no!" Because it was like a not a stuck facial expression, but kind of. And and oh my and when gosh. you know a person, he had nips and tucks right? All like over and the they place. no longer look like, like even he did what, not was look it, like Kenny, he used to. Kenny Rogers, all. who didn't look like himself after and him and Dolly Parton used to joke with each other on who had had more surgery. Yeah, there was a lot. Uh, and no, Mm-mm. and didn't. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but it's funny because certain times, if you get like the right dude. Uh, or dudette who's ever doing the injections, like, you can look amazing. Yeah. Like, you because, like, for example, like, somebody's doing Jennifer Aniston, there's no question, right? Like, somebody has to be, and somebody has to be doing Jennifer Lopez, and, like, there's just, you know, but they look great. Like, they don't, like, like yeah. Jennifer Lopez, who is now, what, 52 or 53, she still looks like Jennifer Lopez, you know what I mean? And obviously, she's putting in the effort body-wise with the working out and the eating properly. But for sure, at you know, at fifty-three or whatever, she would have a crease in her forehead. But she does not. But who's ever doing it has done a seamless job. You know. <laughs> as soon as you said that, I noticed a crease in my forehead, so I just did that. Yeah. <laughs> just raised my eyebrows. I'm mildly surprised at what you're saying. Mildly surprised. <laughs> I'm about to shock you even more, though, with just some statistics. I think you know them, so they may not be surprising for you. But 11 mm-hmm. seasons and 44 Emmys. That is what Frasier had. Mm-hmm. And the reboot will be streamed on Paramount+. Plus. And Kelsey Grammer is super psyched to see it come to be. Uh, and we talked about this back uh, in the springtime, and word has it that we'll see some new characters on the show and that he's going to be changing cities, uh, but we'll also see some old characters coming back. So John Mahoney, obviously, having passed in 2018, will not be on the show as as Frazier's dad. Um, but Niles, Roz, and Daphne will hopefully be making their appearances. That means David Hyde Pierce, Perry Gilpin, and Jane Leaves. Um, and that's something I think is really cool. I think it's neat that they can go back to the drawing board on a show that was so successful mm-hmm. and uh, give it another go. But they made it sound that they're only going to be making appearances. So it sounds like it's a whole new cast of characters around him for the most part. Which also doesn't surprise me when you consider the, uh, the uh, Kelsey Grammer himself. My impression of him is that he's uh, he's got uh, the confidence to, to pull that kind of a wagon, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Hey, did you know we don't what? have a I've date a... yet? Sorry, go. We don't have a date yet for the release, but yeah, like, as you mentioned, it'll be on Paramount Plus. I'm assuming, like, what do you figure next fall, or do you think it'll be springtime? Uh, I can't imagine that taking that long. You know, the way they pull things together now. Uh, so January. Wow. I would hope, you know, like we shouldn't have been talking about it for this long for it to take another year to right. come to life. Yeah. 
but that's mm-hmm. me with zero experience in that you know arena i just think that you know outside of network television that if you're going to be streaming something that you should probably be able to do it somewhat quicker right you know because it's fairly competitive in that uh in that mm-hmm. area. Uh, but fun fact, I was listening to an interview with Allison Janney who talked about how she had auditioned for the role of Roz. I think I knew that. And that her friend Perry Gilpin got it. She nailed that. She was an amazing Roz. Yeah. Like, just perfect. Super dry. They were all such a great cast, you know. Totally. And um, I can't believe it, but it's already, you know, the fifth season of The Connors yeah. is rocking. And, that's and just, I'm oh, I'm loving it. I'm loving it too. I find it's it's interesting when you start dissecting characters on a sitcom. You're like, okay, well, I guess it's a very good show if you if you're if you've got any issues with it and you're trying to figure out why that character acts like this or whatever. The character we have the most problem with is Darlene. Yeah, she's such a pain. Like she's selfish and she makes decisions that are, you know, whiny and whatever. But I, I wonder if, you know, that is that like true to form on, on, as to the way she was when she was being you know, a kid character, percent. but yeah. but she wasn't like that at the start of this. I didn't find I find her no. much more selfish. But I feel yeah, character. I think I, I think she's taking over a bit of the role of Roseanne Barr, right? A little bit. Yeah. So good point. And she is an executive producer. She is, as far as I know, the driving force behind that getting the reboot, right? And so. it's, I think we laugh every time. It's a, I think it's a great show, classic sitcom mm-hmm. approach, and they uh, they mm-hmm. knock it out of the park every time. <laughs> Laurie Metcalf remains hysterical, and I find yeah. uh, Lisey Gorenson is very good in her character of uh, Yeah, and you Becky. know this season, it was weird that, like, they decided to get rid of um, DJ, right? The character of DJ? They got and, rid of him? And, yeah, well, they haven't, like, I, you yeah, know. We haven't seen him. It's true. But but he announced Michael. It's Michael Fishman, I think, is yep. the, the actor. He put out, you know, and it's funny because, like, the statement he put out wasn't, um, you know, blaming anybody, but it was very specific that it wasn't his choice not to return. Oh, wow. Interesting. And so I felt bad for him because he's he also directed, I think, a couple of episodes over this last reboot, you know, like in the last couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't on much, but it's DJ. Like, he has to be there, especially considering yeah. Roseanne Barr is no longer, you know, a part of the cast because of her mouth. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's interesting yeah. that they have they have someone felt the need to, you know, officially get rid of that character. Who knows why? Because he didn't die. Right. No, as far as I don't, I don't know if they just figured that they didn't have enough that they room on the canvas for a 22 minute sitcom that they needed to focus, you know, on the. But it's interesting. So like Darlene's daughter gets more airtime than DJ was getting. Well, yeah, but like don't cut him off completely. Bring him in once yeah. in a while, you know, like and let's yeah. we still not have we t- we've not gotten to the bottom of uh, Jackie's baby. Yeah. <laughs> Her son would be in his 20s by now. I wonder if we'll have a but long did lost. We, did we get to the bottom I know, of that? I don't was think that so. baby born in that whole dream sequence of years? Oh, Roseanne? was it? I don't know. Oh, maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe. Man. If anybody knows, like Shane, I feel like if one of our listeners, I feel it would be Shane who would know this. Shane, Shane do you know what happened to Lori Ke- Metcalf's baby? What was his name? Connor? Andy. No, what? Andy, right. Yep. Where's Andy? Where's Andy? <laughs> he's with Chuck from Happy Days. Right. He was there. Now he's gone. Uh, (laughs) And speaking of someone who is uh, there and not gone, uh, is Jada Pinkett Smith, Kel. 
And just when you thought you knew all you needed to about Jada Pinkett Smith, she's going to release her memoir, a book, mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. book. And the press mm-hmm. release describes the book by saying that it, quote, chronicles lessons learned in the course of a difficult but riveting journey, a roller coaster ride from the depths of suicidal depression to the heights of personal rediscovery and the celebration of authentic feminine power. You missed your calling as a movie voiceover specialist. I think there's still time. (laughs) (laughs) From a time. Yeah, Um, I talked about this on the air this this weekend, and it's funny because I, you know, obviously I shared that article with you, and then I took that article to use as content for on-air. And it was funny because trying to meld that down as an on-air, you know, like tidbit of information, I was like, how am I going to word this? Because I can't word it like it's worded in the article because there's a lot going on with this book. And still some more because the whole idea that uh, that she had some like petty criminal stuff in her upbringing that, you know, obviously was very far from, uh, you know, where she came to success and the glamour of Hollywood mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the life that she's carved out for herself and the love story with Will Smith and the joys of motherhood. Um, but there was like, drug dealing and I think just survival skills mm-hmm. based on her upbringing that got her to this point. So mm-hmm. that's the story we're going to get. And I think, I think that, you know, I don't watch the whole conversations at the red table or whatever it's called. Um, but she, I think shares quite a bit of her. I, 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 her I've life. only ever seen a part of it and uh, it sounds like lots of sharing happens at that table. So this is like a, the written word of the red the table talk. Oh. Yeah. So there's that to look forward to. And it to. comes out, come next, out next fall. Uh, we don't have a date, but fall 2023. Fall. Did you mention, too, I don't You might have mentioned it, not, and I it glossed over my head, but she will also talk about her relationship with Tupac Shakur. Did you mention that? Yeah, because uh, weren't they in a movie together? They grew like up together. Or some, oh. In Baltimore, okay. I think. Something. There was, there, they crossed paths over there, nice. I believe. Oh, we'll look forward to that. Yep. Um, another one of the badasses. Queen B, right? Yep. Uh, and right said Fred got it wrong. <laughs> Beyonce gave him the what for also. It, funny that they'd even try to accuse her of something as big as this, but um, they're not the first person to do it either. She's kind of catching flack from a bunch of people, but when it came from right said Fred that they accused her of using a sample of their song without permission, uh, my response would be, uh, Ziff, as if she would do that. She's Beyonce. She doesn't have to do that. But classic, she's got receipts. Yeah. <laughs> so all the details about the transaction that began with the request to use a sample of the song in May, getting confirmation in June, and sending payment in August, she's got it all. Mm-hmm. So, and here's the wrong thing, said, like, Fred. Beyonce <laughs> probably has like 10 lawyers on speed dial if she needs them. You know what I mean? So I feel like they would have dotted the I's and crossed the T's before that album would have dropped. You know what I mean? So Yeah, well, you would have to because you don't want this kind of thing happening because it's expensive just to have somebody accuse you. You then have to have a lawyer ready to, you Mm -hmm. know, rebut that and take those people down. Ed Sheeran's just had something like this go on. Not with a sample, I think, but with an accusation, I think, of actually like... um, writing stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's lyrical or, or melody, but something. And then Katy Perry went through something not long ago. I think wow. Taylor Swift. Like, anytime you're of note, you better have about 10 They're lawyers coming on, for you. on speed dial because they are coming for you. And I yeah. always laugh, too, because uh, some of them are, like, the most 
obscure artist and or band from some hole in the wall mm-hmm. uh, that I'm like, did they even know you existed? And I mean, and I mean, if it's true, then I want you to win. But I think most of these always end up with no, it's not true. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, I guess. And there's the the flips of that script, too, where people do get taken, you know, oh, for sure. Because they don't necessarily have the the power that the takers have, let's say, in the in those situations. Mm-hmm. But I'm uh, I'm with Beyonce. She's um, got the skills. Why? Yeah. Because she's paid her bills, bills, bills. Exactly. Uh, and it's that song that gets us into our '90s rewind. All the way back in 1999, that song spent quite a bit of time in our ears in the mm-hmm. summer of 1999. Uh, and Bills, Bills, Bills was uh, Writings on the Wall, right? The album that still featured that sounds accurate, uh, yes. Destiny's Child as a foursome. A quartet. <laughs> quartet sounds less sexy. Uh, but that was a pretty big deal because it was still uh, still reaching us, still at this point in the game in 1999. And Beyonce might have actually just started dating her uh, would-be husband, but Mariah Carey was also working with Jay-Z, too, on her music. And the song heartbreaker man great track 99 there were so many great songs from around this time in 1999 mm-hmm. to pick just a handful was a challenge enrique enrique <laughs> that's his younger brother enrique iglesias <laughs> enrique iglesias uh actually made everyone feel a little bit more latin with bailamos oh yes fee uh, and the red hot chili peppers were pretty chill on their last hit of the 90s, Scar Tissues on their Californication album, which would keep on giving, actually, with a couple more singles into the beginning of the year 2000. And Lou Bega left us wondering whatever happened to the other four Mambos yeah. when Mambo number five became the one that we couldn't get out of our heads. <laughs> exactly. And that is your 90s Rewind. I do love it, Sharon. Um, a couple of shout outs before we wrap up uh, first of all if you haven't listened to Renaissance from Beyonce please do so especially especially the song Pure Honey which we talked about a couple of weeks ago also uh, Depeche Mode has announced a tour and a new album that's on the way and there's a song from Ellie Goulding who sampled uh, Depeche Mode's Enjoy the Silence Ooh. it's called All By Myself Sharon you will google this uh, yes, as soon as we finish recording it's very good very smart use of a sample nice and uh, I just want to give a shout out to Shadow who has been very good dur- during our recording he's sat there like a little model he's like a little champion and he's been tucking his head into my um, into the fold of my arm which he's <laughs> never done ever so it's actually been super cute but here he is he's so cute he's a bye kid. Shadow hi honey <laughs> You're a good boy, eh? Yeah. He's, uh, he was sitting in for Adam this week. He's very technical. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to send that note to Adam to put in the sound effect. We'll see if I remember. Yep. Pshaw, pshaw. If not, yeah. if you were missing the sound effects, that's what they would sound like. Pshaw, 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 bing bong. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, Rachel said she enjoys when I say that's enough. Okay. Well, <laughs> Rachel... <laughs> I saw somebody on uh, Below Deck explain how to do um, an Australian accent, which is mm-hmm. change the E's to A's. And so they were talking about, uh, can I get a cheeseburger? Cheeseburger. Please. Yeah. <laughs> and that's different than your New Zealand accent? Yes, New Zealand is 
I'll meet you on dick. I'm a dickhead. Dick so like E's or I's now? I don't even know. I dick wish hand? I should probably <laughs> on dick. Yeah, I got more work. To I'm do. looking forward to you learning other phrases instead of aquatic. <laughs> instead of ship talk. <laughs> ship talk. <laughs> Get the dickhead. We're gonna have a cheeseburger. I don't mean to sound like a clown, Rachel. Both Ginger Bear and Rachel are seasick at this point. <laughs> exactly. You make her stop. Uh, we'll stop. Thank you very much, you guys, for uh, for finding us wherever it is that you do. We appreciate it. We're out there for you to enjoy, and we appreciate you coming along for the ride. So thank you for listening to 90s Now, Still Happening. <laughs>